Welcome to another episode of Living Scent, a missional podcast where we're talking about how do we live as Jesus followers in this world where we enjoy grace, embody love, and engage culture as we learn how to live scent. Okay, yet another episode of Living Scent. There's so much to talk about, almost as if it's like our whole life learning this and how in the world can we be disciples and keep keep living like our life for Jesus rather than for ourselves. So uh, it's great to be here recording another episode. And in the room, we've got Jason Wigan on mic. Hello, everybody. Hope yes, you're having a great... Wig. I hope big you're wig. having... Yeah. Big Wig. That's, that's right. The, that's the nickname. Oh, we I'd cut him on. off. You hope we're well, having... Well, I was just saying, I hope everybody listening is having a great day today because yeah. maybe you're not. I just... Mm-hmm. But I pray that uh, the Lord, the Lord's yeah. blessing, just comes mm. to you. That's awesome. That's yeah. very sweet. I love it. Yeah. Also, I'm Mike Yvonne. Hello. Yep. Ready to go. How, how's your day going? It's going good. Okay. I I do feel like a little bit of that afternoon kind of like oh. Okay, we need more coffee. Yeah, like yeah. the food coma. But food. I I know from talking, like blood will circulate through okay. my face, and we, I will we have some up. exciting things to talk That's about. Right. Yeah, Vicky is also in the room, the engineer making it all happen. Yes, Vic. hi, Vicky. Yep. She's wearing a wonderful hoodie. It's so comfortable. Yeah, yeah. You feel a little more comfortable just because yeah. Vicky's in the room. Perfect for the June gloom that we're yep. in right now. Oh, Even though it's not okay. June, it's still May. Calm but anyway, calm down. Yeah. And, right. and today we are talking about a really a continuation of another one of our. Uh, like an earlier episode, mm-hmm. a couple episodes before, right. we got into a great conversation and totally didn't have enough time in nope. one episode to talk about. I didn't think we were going to. Okay, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. that's fair. That's fair. So, uh, but it's I think a great conversation. I think this speaks to where MC leaders are, and mm-hmm. as we're thinking of our groups and and just clarifying what are we all about, mm-hmm. why are we doing this. Uh, I think this is a really important conversation to have. So, Yvonne, what are we going to be talking about today? Yeah, today is part two of our Stop Inviting Your One series. And the first episode, as Scott said a few weeks ago, we kind of just jumped into like, oh my gosh, like why would you say such a thing? Mm-hmm. Should we stop inviting our one? It's like, no, it's more about with the way that our culture has come it's really about those personal relationships first and inviting to church is always in style, yep. but it might not it might not be the first step. Might not be the first step. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so today we're gonna dig further into that idea. And as always, we really want to get practical and we are going to keep heading toward that direction. Yes. Um, but yeah. we still have to unpack a lot because this is just such an important, pivotal thing, and even tied to the direction of where we are going for discipleship through our MCs mm-hmm. next year. Yeah. And uh, if you're listening and you're going, okay, you said stop inviting my one to church, <laughs> and you're going, question mark, wait, mm-hmm. that doesn't sound right. Go back and listen to the first episode. That's right. Yeah. Right? There's there's plenty of stuff there. Yeah, it's it, like maybe it's, two episodes before this yeah, one. Yeah. yeah. Look it up. Research it. Find it. Um, yeah. I, I love it. And I, I feel like... Um, in some way, it's a redefinition mm-hmm. of what are we doing, and it's a clarifying of why it's a community. We're in a, we're in a group that is a community. Mm-hmm. Yes. But how is the mission lived out in a missional community? Mm-hmm. How could it be? Mm-hmm. And so, taking time to to define that, I, I love the word community too because we're not meant to be alone. That's right. I, Amen. There, there's no Christian lone rangers in the kingdom. <laughs> like mm-hmm. God has made yeah. us into a body. Like yes. we need each other. So uh, this is talking about how that can look missionally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I love it too. I, I want to just go back to a verse we were talking about in episode one. It's John 13, and Jesus is 
teaching his disciples and, and says something that I think I missed. Like I, I, I feel like hmm. I feel like I'm so individualistic that it's easy to walk over this. But when he says in John 13, 34, a new commandment I give you, that you love one another just as I have loved you, so you are to love one another. I feel like I got that before. Mm -hmm. I got that before. But then he says something so profound. By this will all people know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. Mm -hmm. And the aha for me was like, Oh, our loving one another? Mm -hmm. His plan is that there's an audience watching us mm -hmm. love one another. Yeah. And that other people are going, ah, those are disciples. Mm -hmm. I see it now by what, what they're doing. Right. Yeah. There's a different, there's another layer to it. It's not, I mean, imagine this, that Jesus actually wants us to be loving people in such a way so that the world goes, oh, I want that. Yeah. I need that. Where yeah. did you get that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's so easy to say, oh, by by this people will know so that means that we have to act a certain way and it it can really like hedge into performance of another thing in which we have to like look good pray loudly in town square all of those things mm. but it's not at all mm -hmm. it's really like the love that you have received from Christ is only abundant yeah. And so in feeling that abundance in, and we'll talk about this more too, in enjoying the grace mm -hmm. of Jesus, then you, you just have abundance to give too. Mm -hmm. And so it's coming from that place. Yeah, yeah. There was a, a phrase we used a lot in earlier years at Resonate. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it came out of a sermon mm -hmm. where Pastor Ryan was saying, um, it's okay to not be okay, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? And and so the idea of what is our community, that that it's okay to not be okay, and from that kind of grace, that kind of acceptance, that I'm broken but I'm deeply loved, mm -hmm. that's where this abundance comes from. Yes, yeah, and and really what I believe every human on the planet is longing for, mm -hmm. <laughs> like to actually be really known right. and accepted still, mm -hmm. right? And and we get to live that out. We get to embody that together as a, as a community, as a missional community. Mm -hmm. So. Um, I, I love the idea that we've put the mission of Resonate in these three phrases of enjoying grace, embodying love, and engaging culture. Mm -hmm. And um, think with me for just a second. Like, if our mission is that other people would look in and go, oh, now I know they're disciples, right? Um, why, why do we have it in that order? What's some, some of the significance of those three phrases? Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it starts with... It starts with us and our own journey and our own experience with Jesus. Yeah. So we're enjoying the grace that comes from being able to walk with Jesus. Yeah. So, you know, if if you are one who has experienced any level of forgiveness yeah. or mercy mm -hmm. or love <laughs> or a closeness or... or, or um, general revelation or anything like that, yeah. then you are enjoying, you are participating, you are experiencing uh, the very grace of God. And that's that's not something that you, you know, I think I I made the mistake growing up, you think that's that's what you receive on Sunday? Yeah. That's like the, the special fuzzies, you know, the warm fuzzies <laughs> okay. that you get yeah. during a worship song? Yeah. But that's actually something that Jesus wants for us all the time yeah. in, in every circumstance of our life. And so we're actually enjoying the very person and presence of Jesus mm -hmm. in our everyday life. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 I think in addition to the awesome things you listed out there of enjoying grace, the one that stands out to me is enjoying the grace of belonging. Mm -hmm. 
And I think so much of like our lives are, we're wondering like, where do I belong? Right. And especially in our missional communities, that's lived out. I mean, you literally Mm -hmm. just pick a day and you get inserted into a group of people. Maybe sometimes you get invited by someone, Mm -hmm. but immediately you're front loaded with belonging. Like you didn't have to do anything. You literally just sat in that chair. Like the second you step foot through the door or whatever, Mm -hmm. if you're meeting outside into the circle, um, you belong. Yeah. Yeah. It would be like a grace community right Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. from the start. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's where I, I love the, the emphasis on vulnerability because it's really coming down to this belief that you're, you're loved, Mm -hmm. that you're front loaded with grace. So you can say things that you might not have said other places. Mm -hmm. And instead of judgment, you're like, these people actually care about me. You know, then there's an, there's an enjoyment to that. You're enjoying grace, (laughs) you know, like, how can this be? This is so amazing. And that hasn't (laughs) been for all of my MCs, but last week it was our last Mm -hmm. MC where we were meeting and we were talking about how we've actually had a lot of new people join our MC throughout the years for people who have been Mm -hmm. with me for a while and even this year. And yet nobody ever backed up from, at least from what I could detect of like sharing what they normally would share because someone is new is present, Yeah, you know, and, and just Mm. the type of grace that we enjoy together, it, it stood pat. Like yeah. it stayed the they same. They took risks even then when right. there was someone else coming And that in. doesn't make sense because yeah. if anything, when a new person enters, you should feel that sense of stranger danger to yeah. a degree. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh-huh. yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, but, but I love that. that mm-hmm. you, there's, a, there's a culture that's set mm-hmm. uh, of anticipating grace yeah. so people can show up. They can mm-hmm. be present. They can be themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in, in thinking to that order, enjoying grace, I, I would just say to any leader or apprentice that's listening, if we start talking about our one, being for the one, mm-hmm. we start talking about the mission of the churches so that other people would see Jesus, we start talking about like the, the church word is evangelism, it so quickly goes into where I feel this, this like duty. Mm-hmm. I feel like, oh, I've failed. Oh, I'm not a good enough Christian. Yeah. All of a right? sudden, there's a report card. All of a sudden, I'm like, I had, <laughs> yeah. And, and even even my confession, like I, I, I have not had like a marvelous spiritual breakthrough with my one. You know, <laughs> like it's mm-hmm. just, I'm like, I feel like I'm not doing something right. Mm-hmm. You know, but the so- solution to that is not all of a sudden become an evangelist. The solution to that is go back to the enjoy grace, mm-hmm. like like to think. How does Jesus love me? What what is this? What is the gospel really? And and coming back to that idea of like how much I've been forgiven. Mm. Um, I was talking with someone this week, had a discipleship conversation, and we just got like sort of uh, marveling at all the ways that that Jesus shows His love to us. And we walked out going, "It's absurd that God would love me. Like it just <laughs> doesn't even make sense that He would yeah. love me." But that's the start. Yeah, like that that sort of posture. Because then it turns that that's going to be the fuel that will pull you all the way through mm-hmm. from enjoying grace to embodying love to engaging culture. It will it will pull you through. Yeah. Imagine yeah. how you would love someone if you're coming from a place of how could God love someone like me? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and that's I think the key. Like mm-hmm. how could God love someone like me? Then you look at 
maybe some other people who are sinners and broken in your MC. And instead of like <laughs> being frustrated with them, it's like, oh, the way that he's loved me now, I'm, I have something to cascade and pour out yeah. on them. Well, and that's, um, it, it's easy to, I say this from experience. Yeah. It is easy to look at someone and judge them and put them in a category and mm-hmm. put them in a box or yeah. and all the all the negative things. When you look at it as when you look at it from a perspective of, well, of course God loves me. Yeah. When when you're at that place, then it's almost like your default becomes judgment on other people. Mm-hmm. But the more we grasp or the more we dive deep into mm-hmm. The grace and the love of God. It's yeah. like, well, I know I don't deserve this, so neither does this person who really riles me up. I don't like, but God, God loves him too. Yeah. And so, if God loves me, then I can love him, mm-hmm. and and God can teach me how to love that person yeah. in the same way. And to the degree that you have felt the precious love of Jesus in your own life, then. I think that's where the burden starts for me mm-hmm. of when I think about someone who doesn't have that. Yeah. Because I can, it just continues to become ever clearer as my life goes on on earth of who I would be without that precious love. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, like to your point, like it makes me that much more understanding and compassionate because whatever thing that they would have to offer that usually is an assault to my senses or <laughs> offends me somehow <laughs> or annoys me. And man, I'm such a particular person. Mm. And But to see all those things soften in me over right. time yeah. because I I just see like, oh my gosh, they don't have yeah. the the precious, all-sustaining love of Jesus in yeah. their life, yeah. and I want them to. Yeah, I can't help but think of Luke 15 when the prodigal son returns home mm. and the father embraces him, and he says, put a robe on him, my son's come home, put a ring on his finger, kill the fatted calf. Imagine the embrace of the father. Is the son, is that prodigal son who's now being held and forgiven by his father, is he judging anyone else? No. <laughs> is, he being, is he being really picky about yeah. anything? You know, is he frustrated with any? Though he's just like, I can't believe you love me like this. Well, who's, I can't believe who's the judgmental one in that story? <laughs> right. Yeah. It's the older brother who's like, yeah. wait a minute. Yeah. I've never taken from you. I've always done what I was supposed to yeah. do. He's the judgmental one. Yeah. He's the one that can't I understand. embodied love the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's right. Mm-hmm. The older brother was trying to do things mm-hmm. without the right source. Yeah. Right? Um, so that, just just like to, to get the heart of that, the enjoying grace is what we, like, come back to that joy, mm-hmm. that joy. But then that joy actually changes the way that we love each other. Yes. It gives us the patience and the the grace to, to then love each other. Um but that can't be the landing point either. Mm-mm. Like that's what the John thirteen, what Jesus is saying is like you're embodying love now. That middle step, you're embodying it, but there's a purpose behind mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. By this, all people will know you're my disciples. So, so then when they're all in connection, I think it's this beautiful picture of how the the gospel moves forward. Someone looks at this and goes, "Wow, mm-hmm. these people really love each other." Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that embodying love, we can be free to make mistakes and need forgiveness a lot. And the best possible thing is when someone who doesn't know Jesus yet looks at that and goes, I, don't, I can't even imagine how you forgive each mm-hmm. other mm-hmm. like that. 
Yeah. yeah. And that they would see the the never aloneness on display. Because yeah. you cannot embody love without another person. That's right. It's true. And yeah. mm-hmm. when Jesus makes the promise that I am with you always, yeah. someone who doesn't know Jesus yet isn't going to believe that promise. <laughs> yeah. But they will sure see it from mm. the way that disciples embody yeah. love toward one yeah. another. Such a profound but simple thought. You mm-hmm. cannot embody love by yourself, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> yeah, it has to be lived out in, mm-hmm. in this relationship somewhere, mm-hmm. somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I, I think, too, just to, to think about it, I, I think on a practical side, if you're thinking the goal is like church growth, then what you want are people to have nice enough relationships mm-hmm. that other people go, oh, I want community mm-hmm. like yeah. that. But we're talking about something even deeper here. Because yeah. our goal is a gospel epiphany, that mm-hmm. someone looks at it and sees what, what love, what grace really looks like. Mm-hmm. So what we want to put on display is not, oh, a perfect community that mm-hmm. everything's great. We actually want to show forgiveness. We want to live out in front of people like being real and being accepted, and um, it's a gospel implication. Mm -hmm. It's an epiphany that leads to not staying but being sent. Come on. Mm -hmm. Yep, fuel that takes us all the way, (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. All the way, yeah. Um, Yeah, so then the the journey to be sent is the engaged culture. And what do we want to engage them with? The same love that we're experiencing, right? right? (laughs) Like that's the thing. So now let's, let's turn it then and start thinking, of um, if, if we think about our MCs mm-hmm. and, and what's actually happening, um, what, what we're proposing is that if you had a real friendship with someone who wasn't a Jesus follower mm-hmm. and your missional community was with you in that friendship, that that's what God would use to mm-hmm. help your, your friend who's not a follower of Jesus actually see the gospel. On the other side of that, like, what are some things that make that risky or, or where there's a limit to that? What's keeping our... Why aren't our MCs doing this right now? Uh, I, I mean, I, th- I think it's easy for any group, Christian or not, yeah. I think it's easy for any group to become inwardly focused mm. and to be only concerned with, okay, our group, and we're tight. Mm-hmm. And that, and that starts and so let's even let's put it back on our MCs. Mm-hmm. I think that actually starts from a good place. Yeah. Like not a bad place. That's right. We want to protect the integrity of our group. We want to make sure that we're all tight. We love each yeah. other. There's intimacy. Yep. But in order to have intimacy, like there has to be boundaries. Mm-hmm. And so we're still in a good place, but then the boundaries become so high and so rigid and we become so uh, I don't know what the right word is. I don't know if it's scared, but the the end result is we say if we if we you know venture outside of our little group, then um, then it's going to break the intimacy. Yeah, it's going to break what we have here, and we don't want to destroy that. Yeah, so we're just going to stay locked. I don't know nobody can see me what I'm doing, but I'm like we're just stay locked together, arm in arm. Yeah, and just keep the barriers up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think another reason why groups or individuals don't do this is because they, and even speaking from personal experience, when I had not yet really celebrated someone coming to know Jesus for the first time, where it was uh, kind of like real and tangible, where I was either actively praying with someone or getting to share that myself, and there's this... There's joy that every time you share it, 
it confirms over and over again yeah. the abundance yes. that that it does not run out. So yeah. then, like to your what you were saying, it's like, oh, we feel like we have to stay like gripped arm in arm to maintain mm-hmm. that intimacy. But it's like, no, it's actually like the opposite. Mm-hmm. The intimacy grows when you're sharing it with other people. Mm-hmm. And then on the other end, it's if you don't feel the burden to share with other people, I would venture to say that you are not a Christian. And I know that's a really strong statement. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I want to even release people in the sense of like, do you feel guilt about this? Mm-hmm. If you feel a sense of guilt, mm-hmm. that is the kind of godly guilt that Paul talks about in, I forgot if it's First or Second Corinthians, mm-hmm. of, hey, like the Spirit's trying to move you toward Him yes. in repentance. Yeah. And so if you feel guilt about this, that is good news. Like, I'm not saying you're not a Christian, but if you don't feel, if you can feel complete apathy as to whether other people know Jesus or not, you are not a Christ follower. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't care about following Jesus. You have not experienced that goodness. You haven't felt that um, mm-hmm. just... Your soul, you yeah. feel your soul like changing and yes. just like bursting with joy, knowing uh-huh. the yeah. precious love of Jesus. Yeah. I like to say it. it's when grace becomes devastatingly beautiful mm. to you. Yes, <laughs> you're Come like, on, oh, I can't. <laughs> like, it like changes everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I love what you're saying too, because there's a part of the grace being shared mm-hmm. makes it even more beautiful. Yes. It becomes more devastatingly mm-hmm. beautiful when we see it going out, right? And both of you are sharing stories that remind me of Jesus's own teaching where he says, anyone who wants to save his life will lose it. Mm. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it even to eternal life. And that's talking about salvation, mm. but that same, it's a gospel principle. It's like grace shared is grace that you enjoy more, mm-hmm. right? And you find out it, it just keeps coming, right? And I can't help but think of MCs where uh, I, I'm, I'm like marveling on the story of an MC where one person invited their one who they'd been trying to love for some time mm-hmm. and didn't even ask the MC if they could come, <laughs> just brought them in. Just showed up. And so the MC had to like throw away their plans <laughs> and they ended up just praying for that person who was really hurting. Wow. So really hurting. Mm-hmm. And then the joy of that MC grew mm-hmm. That's like they so felt beautiful. alive they felt like this vibrancy they they didn't have less joy because they had someone come in and take a part of it they had more joy because someone else right. had come in and taken a part of it. Well, I think that speaks to, and this goes to so many other things in the Christian life, but I think that speaks to when we step out in faith, when we actually begin to, I'm going to use some careful words here, mm-hmm. do the things that God's called us to do, yeah. that we actually find more joy in them, whether it's service or or prayer or all of these things. Whenever When we begin to start doing these things, for for Christ's sake and not our own, yeah. uh, and because of the gospel, empowered by the gospel, we yeah. actually find more joy mm-hmm. than we than we thought we were protecting. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yep, absolutely. Yeah, and and just like a really practical way to think about this is the reason there's three: enjoy grace, embody love, engage culture, is because as you move that outward, engage culture. All the rest, like all, all of it, starts to become inflamed with love and joy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like it's like, it's like meant to go out. <laughs> yeah. It's meant to be shared. So, uh, Yvonne, in our in the first episode where we were talking about stop inviting your one to, to church, don't invite your one to church. Um, you you said a phrase that I just thought was so powerful, where you were talking about the joyful burden of love, mm-hmm. like the joyful burden of love. 
And um, you've also just been sharing stories about your MC, mm-hmm. like how you're actually living this out. And um, you'd mentioned like you shared this idea, like a shared non-Christian friendship. Mm-hmm. And your MC was like, yeah, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> like, like what, getting just more practical, how do we share this burden? Like mm-hmm. what, what, what are things that got your, your MC to share that burden and to be willing to even? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in really practical ways, um, my apprentice just did a great job this past yeah. trimester of okay. just setting a culture by really just leaving however uncomfortable it was at times, mm-hmm. like would just really intentionally leave space for us to talk about our ones, mm-hmm. to even mm-hmm. give a portion of time to give updates on how our ones are doing, mm-hmm. um, to like partner off and pray yeah. and get to just hear more intimately about mm-hmm. that. So when when my MC heard that next year we're going to really go for that like shared friendship with ones, not necessarily like, oh, every single person in my MC is friends with my one, because that would be a little overwhelming. It's a little overwhelming. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Unless if my one is a flaming extrovert, then yeah. come on, I mean, then maybe on. the more the merrier, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> She's not, so Love is based we're not on what's best that. for the person. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. totally. Yeah. Um, they were excited immediately, even before mm, I was yeah. done explaining it. And it's because wow. they already had burden for every single person's ones. Because yeah. we've been hearing for months yes. about the different like journey of each other's ones. And even hearing like people feel connected to my one because they've heard my burden for mm-hmm. her. And they only care about my burden because they love me. Yeah, And so there was that enjoying grace and embodying love first amongst ourselves. And so now all of a sudden, like, my one matters so much to them. And, like, their ones matter so much to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I I love it. My one matters to them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. I I think about the encouragement that comes from that, just going, well, there are other people that care, Mm -hmm. you know, and are joining me in this. You know, I'm not alone. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. You said something, I love the word too, because you called it a joyful burden, Mm. right? So that's sort of assuming enjoying grace and embodying love are both taking place, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right? Yeah, because it's not a drag. It's It's the opposite of drag. It's like, yeah, I'll share that with you. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, when you are tasting really, really good food, Mm -hmm. uh, admittedly, there's a little bit of hesitation on my part to share sometimes because I want to hoard the good stuff like... You know, I want to keep eating the good thing. But at the same time, it, it gets overridden because it's like, oh, if I share that with you, you get to have it as well. Yeah. And so I think that um, each person in my MC experiences that joy because they also understand not only is it that it's like their love for me, but it's also their love for Jesus mm-hmm. because of the felt love of Jesus for them. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, oh my gosh, there is actually, I was made to do this. There is joy, there's unspeakable joy that you cannot categorize, you can't manipulate through any other experience than when you are doing what you were made to do, like designed to do, Mm -hmm. created to do. And Mm -hmm. so I think that because we were made to proclaim Jesus (laughs) and that we are to go on until every single person has <laughs> yep. heard his name, Yeah, right? That then when we get to learn about a new one, there's that, that joy. Yeah, yep. And it, it sounded like you said 
just really practically, there were two things that your apprentice was doing and the way she was facilitating. Mm-hmm. She was making sure, guarding space mm-hmm. for everyone in your MC to share your hearts and yeah. your burdens. So the burden of love for your one was then shared because there was time mm-hmm. to talk about that and just share what, what, why you love them and what's on your heart and what you're praying for your one. But then the second thing was you actually took time to pray together. Mm-hmm that she facilitated in a way where there was there was a prayer. There was mm-hmm. time for people to pray for their ones. Yeah, and there was no special tactic or strategy to mm-hmm. do that. She did have the presence of mind to notice the clock. Yep. So that was one, the first special skill. Yeah. And then the second special skill was just to say this sentence. Mm-hmm. So now we're going to talk about our ones. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wait, can was, you say that again? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, okay, here we go. So now it's time to talk about our ones. We're going to okay. take Got some it. time okay. to Beautiful. do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then so for the prayer part, she'd be like, okay, let's pair up and <laughs> yep. pray for That's our so ones. That's so beautiful. Yep. But see, but like what's so great about that, and I know you already said it but, or implied <laughs> it, but what, what happened? It was intentional time. Mm-hmm. It was this is important. It was the leader saying this is important. This needs to. Uh, th- this is this is a burden on her own heart, mm-hmm. and she allowed that to come through. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the, probably why. And I'll just be transparent. In my MC, we run out of time. Yeah, mine so too. often. Mine too. Yep. Because it's not clock management <clears throat> is hard. It's uh-huh. not. It's not enough of a joyful burden <laughs> in my own heart. Yeah, and I'll just say, wow, it. I love it. Thank you for your transparency, and I. I, how many of us can mm-hmm. have that same confession? Sure. Right? And it ran out in mine until she was my apprentice. Okay, come on. So like, yeah, that... so she's bringing something to the table. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And now, now that I've been exposed to that through her leadership, that's awesome. I can't go back. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's that's really really good. Mm-hmm. I I'm seeing like this pattern. There's two ways where it can go wrong, and one is to not keep going back to that joy, enjoying mm-hmm. grace, and letting that pull forward. But then the other is to stop short at just embodying in the middle mm-hmm. and not let it go all the way to make the space to say it's actually for others. Mm-hmm. It actually goes outward. Mm-hmm. There, there's there's a part of this that more joy will be felt as as it goes outward from us. Yeah. Um, so then, it, I, I guess I want to offer an encouragement to everyone, every MC, mm-hmm. that um, don't underestimate what. Our time together can accomplish if we pray. Yeah. Hmm. Like, don't underestimate that we're wanting heart change for everyone in our MC and making the space to say, let's, now it's time to pray for our (laughs) one. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like, like that, there's actually something so, it sounds so ordinary to be able to say that. That's a sentence every person can say. But then what actually happens from that is a joyful burden starts to grow and a joyful burden starts to be shared. That's right. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I'm so tempted to keep talking about practical ways to live this out. And I, we will get there. I, we I, promise. Someday. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, practical tip number one, pray. Pray. <laughs> pray. <And> yes. <laughs> like, let's pray for our ones. Mm-hmm. I, I would be like so happy if every single MC was spending minutes, time, energy, heart praying together mm-hmm. for their ones. And I think every person in the MC 
would find more joy mm-hmm. if, if they were doing that. Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. I agree. Okay. Well, it's been a great conversation. I, I love this. I, I love just even having a platform to talk about these things. Yeah. And, right. and we're going to have a part three. I, I think I we think have so. to have a part yeah. three. Yeah, we're going to have a part three where we actually get totally on the ground. Feet There's, on the ground. Like yeah. I'm staring at what them right I now. Do there is now? a document and I see steps. <laughs> so actually... it is coming, guys. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> we just ran out. Yep. Time clock management. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, it's it's great to have the conversation. Can't wait until our next continuation. Learning how to live scent. See you for part three. Take care.